You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. So, Mystic McLaughlin, tell me what I was thinking. What's going what's gonna to spark this Bruins-Canadians rivalry? The Canadians winning the lottery and getting Connor Bedard. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I mean, if you look at Montreal's team, and tonight's a bad example because they had so many guys hurt, I really do think they have some really good pieces, some good young pieces. I think, obviously, um, Cole Caulfield is great. Try saying that one quick. Um, Nick Suzuki's awesome. I like like the uh, uh, Arbor Jack guy kid on on defense for what he brings. they have a Hayden, Hayden or Caden Gooley, I think his name is. He wasn't playing tonight. Gallagher's is st- still a part of that team. They have some pieces, is my point. Um, who was the kid they got? I like, like Jordan Harris, kid from Northeastern. Jordan Harris. Like was there a Mariners? Even, nice even though that's a uh, rivalry to be you. Was it? Yeah. Was, was there a second hockey East player out there from Merrimack on defense that Jack said? I think that, I thought Jack said. Yeah, that. Jonathan Kovacevic. Yeah. yeah. He, yep. He's a pretty good player, too. <laughs> he was talking about how he had a. 4.0 GPA yeah. and he's a civil engineer or yeah. has a degree in civil engineering. Yeah. Um, Smarter than this podcast. Who's the uh, Kirby docks, a young player. They got in a trade. He had two goals tonight. And, uh, and of course, um, uh, Slavkovsky, who they drafted first overall this past year. So they have some young pieces and they are also in a position to potentially get um, Connor Bedard. What would you guys think about watching that for the next 15 plus years? Yeah, well, that, that, they're going to be peaking at the opposite time. The Bruins are going to be peaking. Like it could go the swing the other way real quick, and that the Bruins are like in a hole, and they're like that. You know what I mean? It's just I feel like they're on two teams that are swinging opposite directions. I mean, the Bruins are adamant that that's that's not going to happen, right? That's that's what the big question was going. No, but the, and they won't suck. But it's not going to be like they're not going to be competing at the same time, most likely for like the top the the top spot in the East. Yeah, but they I mean, they definitely could end up at like the same level. Like Bruins take a little bit of a step back. I don't. Yeah, maybe next season. You know, or Canadians the aren't Canadians are still far ways away from being like a contender. But, you know, Bedard would help at least accelerate them back to like playoff contention and, you know, potentially, you know, the next Bruins Canadians playoff series at some point, which we ne- we've now gone because it's obviously not going to happen this year will be nine years since they last met in the playoffs. I think That's um, insane. the longest stretch they ever went without missing, without meeting the playoffs was 10 from uh 58 to 68. So yeah. That's even more impressive though, because there, there was fewer teams. <laughs> well, yeah, you're right. And that was just like a stretch where the Bruins sucked. Like, I think they missed the playoffs <laughs> like eight of those years or something. <laughs> <laughs> and then then they uh landed some kid named bobby Orr and got good again so to tie a bell back to Connor bedard yeah maybe Connor bedard's so. you know that kind of 
uh, franchise changing player. Because, you know, the thing that sucks, like if you're Montreal is they just won the lottery, but they won it in a year where there wasn't a superstar number one. So, yeah. you know, it was all the debate was like Slavkovsky or, or Wright. And obviously, you know, I mean, Wright's back in juniors now. Like neither one really, at least as a rookie, has made a, a huge impact. I think they've both had some struggles. So, um, you know, we'll see how they continue to develop. But neither one was a was a slam dunk like Bedard would be. And, you know, I'm looking at the standings right now, which is why I was just uh, silent for about 10 seconds. But <laughs> Montreal is actually – they're actually 26th in the league, and obviously it's a 32-team league now. So, I mean, behind Montreal in the standings is Vancouver, San Jose, Arizona, Chicago, Columbus, and Anaheim. I'll tell you who the worst team to have Bedard go to as far as um, for the league long-term would be Columbus. No dis- yeah. no. Dis- to Columbus, but that would just be that would be very boring. At least in like Arizona, you could you could you could. I mean, I don't know. I'm not. You, you could. I, <laughs> I don't know if that's a great option either. Well, I, I do think they're trying to like. I do think for the Coyotes though, they're trying to really build what they have in. Te- um, what's the town of Temp- Tempe? Tempe. Yeah, I mean, like you can you can sell you can sell a narrative about you know a franchise savior like yeah if they you know he comes in and they start winning and he keeps the team there like you can build something around that and look i mean phoenix is still like a huge market it's just been mostly untapped in terms of nhl because the coyotes really haven't been good enough to capitalize on it and like you know if you're the nhl montreal chicago like you know to have that kid go to an original six you know i I think they would like that but Currently, they rigging the lottery, Brian. Is that what I'm hearing? What's that? They rigging the lottery. Is that what you're? Well, just so happens maybe, to pop maybe, up Montreal. Maybe they would, except for the fact that the team that's in dead last right now is Anaheim, and give them some sexy new uniforms, bring them back, bring them back to the Muddy Ducks uniforms, and stick Bedard with Tre- Trevor Zegers for the next 15 years. Yeah, uh, I think there'd be a couple highlights of those too. So that would be that, that would be pretty exciting if, if he went to Anaheim for that. Because Anaheim, they'll be good at some point again, too. But I, I, there's one thing I'm pretty sure the Bruins aren't winning the lottery. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't if think you so. can try that, you can probably hopefully, put your money on that. <laughs> hopefully, they can win a different lottery, and that's called the Stanley Cup because that's that's the most toughest prize to win. Winning the yes. cup's harder than winning the last place uh, lottery pick, I would say. Yes, but, it um, is. Anyway, so oh, guys, they, they do have the ultimate uh, lottery luck guy in Taylor Hall, who's been been there for the uh, lottery draw and won his team the first pick multiple times in his career that is that is true it makes you wonder how how edmonton has been so bad despite having mcdavid and dry because they also had like 18 other first round picks in 10 years so yeah well it, nugent hopkins was a high draft pick for them was he not <laughs> yeah he was at least he's like a respectable player but like the one that like really like was not great was neil yakupov yeah <laughs> He his, did that his, his breakout's coming, Brian. He did, yeah. <laughs> he, yeah, in the Russian beer league, he did, he did that that celebration at center ice after like a regular season tying goal, and they kicked him out of the league essentially. So <laughs> uh, that was they, he was like touted as like a like a Alex Ovechkin type prospect when he was coming out of uh, Sarnia because like he just he was kind of like an electric player. He was Russian and he was very enthusiastic, and they drew some parallels there, but that didn't work out too well. 
I think he's uh, filling the water bottles now for his local team. But yeah, just, he, just, he ended up a little bit closer to Alex Kokochev. <laughs> yeah, Yakupov wishes. Um, so guys, I, I don't know if you wanted to dabble in, in the upcoming uh, games that they have, or we could just hold off until they're prevalent and we, we could talk about them um, afterwards. But I'm going to throw it to you guys how you want to finish this episode off. If uh, if we're good to go, then we're good to go. But up to you guys. Yeah, I think, I'm. you know, we did a little bit of preview on the last podcast. So I don't really think we have to do that again. But obviously, you know, you get this one out of the way, you get the win. And now it's the the stretch of, the, you know, the real test, the the other contenders in the East where you get Tampa, then the Florida Panthers, who obviously aren't as good this year as they were last year, but still a good team, Carolina, and then Toronto. So that's what you get going into the all-star break. Um, really good stretch, a really good test. Should be interesting games. I don't have any sort of like detailed preview of them other than just uh, looking forward to watching them. Yeah, we kind of went as in-depth as we could of last podcast. We kind of got carried away talking about like how the matchup with Carolina would be in, in the playoffs and anyway, yeah, I think I think we're good. We got we'll we'll just record right after that um Tampa Bay game. Lovely. Well, thank you all for listening. Hope you enjoyed the uh Bruins versus Les Habitants and uh we will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. <laughs>